0: And welcome back in to another episode of Tribal Council Chat, Survivor 45 Finale Edition. I'm Bruce Heller.
1: And my name's Brett Funnell.
0: And we have a special guest this week, someone that has been a fan of the show since we first started the concept of it and before it launched, that I've been excited to have on for a while, my own mom, Heather Heller. Welcome to the show, Mama.
2: I'm very excited to be here because
1: Thanks so much for coming.
2: I uh, every week I find myself part of the time totally agreeing with Brett and not Bruce, and part <laughs> of the time agreeing with Bruce and not Brett, whenever you all have differences of opinion. So I'm yep. kind of right in the
0: middle. <laughs> so because Zoom gives us a time, do you want to guide us through this episode and make sure we stay on track?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've got everything down. Especially since it's the main episode of the year and a really long one.
0: <laughs> yeah, three hours is a long episode.
1: Yeah. So let's get going. Um, We'll start at five. And what did you both think about kind of coming back into camp right after the blind side of Drew?
0: The quote that stuck out to me from Austin was, he said, I had two number ones. Now that Drew's gone, I only have one. And you and me were both wondering if he was going to hold it against D that she left him out. And that was very clearly a no three seconds.
1: That was quickly answered.
2: (laughs) I wonder sometimes too, and maybe I don't know if this is a female thing. I wonder how much it's female male kind of that level of relationship and how females and males think of things differently. Like if a man had done that to him, would have re- he reacted the same as if D had done it to him, you know? Because he's, just, you know, she says, yeah. "I got blindsided," and she says, "Are we still homies?" And he says, "Still homies." And I'm like, "You idiot! What is wrong with you? Like, I don't yeah. know why women make men stupid and men make women stupid. You don't <laughs> have that kind of stuff with your same gender
0: biology. You
2: know, it yeah. is—it's crazy to me.
0: Well showmancers will do that to you, and it's why they don't work very often. Nope. They've worked a
2: whole one time. <laughs> I was like, just that one time. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the other thing is, Katura says something about it being so bad that they let Dee and Austin get to the end together. Um, I just want to say, like, your weird little tunnel vision thing for half the season was a large part in that. It was.
2: Yeah, I mean... Really, D should write Katura a thank you note because <laughs> the reason D was able to get to the end. There was time and time and time again, other people would mention at the slightest mention of D. Katura goes running. No, we have to get Bruce. We have to get Bruce. Bruce was not going to win. I mean, no,
0: <laughs> no, he wasn't. Seriously, I still don't understand this whole thing. Yeah. But so, what stuck out to you from the post tribal?
1: Um, like you said, just that answer being, um, that we get from Austin. Quick, it kind of reminded me of how quickly Sarah went back to work with Tony, and when it was that one? Yeah,
0: after, after the Sophie vote. And also from Final Five, we have a challenge at camp. For yeah, I was in the challenge. This was fun.
1: I I wanted to bring that up too. I had it in my notes because not only do we have this advantage challenge that we've seen in the new era, but they must've either been listening to some fan comments or maybe gone back and watched some old seasons. Cause this whole episode really comes out of some past great final episodes of Survivor. Like this challenge at camp is straight out of Panama with the R.S. Terry rivalry.
0: Yeah. And I love Jake just being the ultimate like survivor nerd slash super fan and associating the numbers with the winner of that survivor season. That made
1: so much sense.
0: It's like in my general life, I'll hear a number and like I'll hear 18 and JT will pop into my head sometimes. So he was using that and used it to win is amazing.
2: (laughs) I love that they threw that in because it's like, you still have to work. You can't just socialize everything. You have to do stuff other than just your relationships but the best part was Jake. They them asking Jake what was the formula, what was the code, and he rattled off the three names.
1: Yeah, and he's
2: like, <laughs> "Oh, I mean," and told him the numbers. Like none of them are gonna know he's great. what he meant by the names. Like it was just
0: that was a great Jake moment. That and him reacting to Kelly's blindside by whoa. Oh, sorry. Whoa, <laughs> my favorite moment to him, but yeah. He's kind of his own highlight
2: reel.
1: <laughs> As we'll see a few more times in this episode.
2: <laughs> he, from day one, he frustrates me, but you can't help but like him because he's just, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like
2: somebody else I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so Jake ends up winning. Yeah. Final five immunity challenge. He has a bit of an interesting moment there after <laughs> knocking his bowls over. That's Final Four. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry. This was the challenge
2: where he messed up and
0: messed um, up. Yeah, this... Oh, this is the one where he... Yeah, well, he also has an interesting... Not as interesting as yeah. the other one, but interesting moment. He said,
1: I really like this advantage, though, because I think Probst really nailed it when he said it's not a huge advantage to the point that it doesn't guarantee you the win just by winning this competition at camp. But at the same time... How many times have, well, we've seen this challenge twice before, both of which have been won by the same contestant, but it's been a very close challenge and that can be easily enough to win it by a few seconds.
0: Yeah, for sure. And he might have won it had he not realized that piece was off to the side. Because they were exactly like until then.
2: Yeah, even with dropping the keys, I think he still could have won if he had just looked around like, And again, I kind of want to say, dude, have you not watched the show? How many times have we seen in a crew, especially in a crucial challenge? And I know they're thinking their brains are just depleted. Somebody dropped a puzzle piece on the ground. And or you know, how many it's happened a lot, and like, do you not remember that? Like, feel It really takes the like it looks so ridiculous,
1: but it takes the it puts the human side into the show of how many times do we do similar things when we're out at the store in our own job or whatnot that are so minor that people just do but also don't cost you a million (laughs) dollars
2: yeah i mean when i can't find my cell phone while i'm talking on it like i don't have millions of people watching me do that and you don't have probes
0: pointing it out afterwards like hey here's the (laughs) mess up you made
2: oh i kind of wish he wouldn't have done that that broke my heart a little bit I'm like, yeah. you, the guy already felt bad. Did you have to make it worse? Like, we all <laughs> saw it. Jeff didn't have to point it out. <laughs> he
0: does that. <laughs> yeah. So Austin wins. Austin does
1: win. And pulls off the Michelle kick Wait, right as he wins it, which yep. I obviously loved.
0: <laughs> and what I have written down was, because in our preview, I said I felt like Katura was just the most vulnerable at five. Jake had an idol and the other three were together. And so yep. just kind of referencing that, the note I wrote down was, unless Julie turns on Austin and Dee, Keturah's in trouble. And that yep. thought process was tracking for a while. She was going to get votes. And then Jake just pulls a really weird move at Tribal Council. And Katura pulls an even weirder move at Tribal Council. That... Jake's move, I thought, made a lot of sense, because if he can both
1: protect his ally, look good in front of the jury, show he wasn't going anywhere anyway, yeah, play his idol that nobody knows he has, he protects Katura, he's in a great spot, but he needs her to trust him and hold through and actually pull off the move, and that's where it where fell apart.
0: And see, also, you said I Nobody knows he has. That—that's the other thing with Jake. Is at that point everyone knew he had it because he can't keep anything to himself.
1: You—you're right. When I've said nobody knows he has, I'm thinking of playing to the jury at this point.
0: Yeah, which uh, Jake's move made sense. Jake, yeah, made a big flashy move at Tribal. Katura made a weird move. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs>
2: I thought he was blowing because I mean the boy just cannot keep his mouth shut. But we've seen that the whole time. Yep. And the whole season. Anytime any person says anything to, to to him, the first thing he does is run and tell five or six other people. It's like a little kid at Christmas who peeped into his presence and like, I can't wait to tell everybody. Out. And Austin knew that and that was smart of Austin. But even with blowing the fact that he had that, I think he still that still could have been a really genius move. And yeah. Uh, they didn't they kind of hinted and i kind of wondered if that was where he was going with it yeah and katura really blew the whole thing like she and jake both could have had a really good chance to win if she had just stuck with her vote with d it's one of those moments of what if? you know there's a hundred different things that could have gone from there or it could have been the same but what if y'all had voted differently
0: and to me what's just as weird as Katura's move at tribal council is her in the post tribal and her interactions with Jake who just played an idol on you and you're telling them, Oh, well, it's your fault. Cause I didn't trust yes. you. So terrible jury management. What, like, what are you yes. doing there? That could not be a dumber thing to say.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and really, like the whole trust issue, like I get trust is huge, but Mm -hmm. at that point in the game, with that number of people left, nobody should trust anybody really.
1: No. You know,
2: it's okay. What's going to be the thing I can do that's like, okay, if it goes sideways, it's not that terrible. You know, what did she have to lose by still voting for D? You know,
0: I I don't know.
1: Nothing.
0: And if, This is where communication comes in, because I think if he had told her, I might play this for you, that shows more trust than she had seen from him, I guess, but her saying, telling him to take some personable accountability and not building trust with her was just a wild move to me that I will never understand, but, (laughs) oh well. And so... Do you have anything else before final four immunity challenge?
1: Nope, that's next on my list.
0: So my first note here, and because it's already been a wild episode for Jake at this point. Yeah. Jake knocks over his bowls.
1: He kind well, of looks
0: like Charlie Brown at this point. Like he. Let's
1: just think of the actual challenge first. I just had something to say though before we get started into it. Yeah. Uh, again, this bringing this back kind of almost seems like production has its ear on what's going on online and what's going on in the fan base because this is not the same one of two final immunity challenges that we've seen for the last five years, but this is the dexterity challenge that Michelle won to vote Neil off the jury in 32
2: with a a little
1: bit, a little different to it, but the same concept.
0: Yeah.
2: It was like a whole episode of Michelle challenges.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I like Simotion, but I'm kind of tired of seeing it as final immunity because they've done it. They did it in the Winners at War, and they've done it probably twice since then, too. Yeah. And it's also not a difficult challenge to
1: make. Maybe they could twist it up one time and do it at, like, eight.
0: Yeah. It's a fun challenge. Yeah. It basically, the challenge itself comes down to D and Jake in this race. And Jake oh, knocked it over. <laughs> and the note I have written down is Jake just kind of feels like Charlie Brown at this point. Because every <laughs> time he gets momentum for something, it goes sideways. Yeah. yeah. And then he's trying to I don't know if this was on purpose or just frustration or just him missing steps, but he ends up breaking the challenge somehow. And I don't I don't think he realized that if you actually stand on the grade,
2: it will fall apart.
1: I yeah. think he thought, I'm just trying to walk as quickly as I can, and it's going to be designed to push down, and it doesn't matter because I have no balls.
2: Yeah, I think he was just oblivious and was just trying yeah. to cross there as fast as he could. But, but we
0: got feisty mean- Jeff. He doesn't come up very often anymore, but Jeff no feisty there. That
1: was like a throwback to Jonathan Penner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was kind of fun. I got to wondering, and I didn't have time to check the numbers today, but Whenever we have seen that, is it usually a woman that wins that?
1: I'd have to look,
2: but I I think think so. That is geared towards more, towards women's skills, just because, like, not so much the putting that's stacking the pots on there, although that is, it takes more of a delicate touch to stack them. But the going back and forth between those ropes, I think those small women, yeah. in those small spaces so much easier than the men that it almost seemed geared Agreed. toward making a woman win it.
1: As I was saying yesterday while we were watching the challenge all of them were doing it wrong if they wanted to succeed walk sideways not forward because Jake's oh, feet are girl. just so big he was kicking it whereas D was able like you're saying be, being smaller she was able to get away with that because her size would just allow her to get into the right spots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously it was down to two of them. One of them knocks over their pile, D- giving D a giant lead, and she goes on to win. And the note I have written down here was, and I said this out loud D wins final immunity. And what I said was, she just won the game right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we've been saying for half the season now that her game is head and shoulders above anyone else's. She's got the best resume. Our biggest fear with her was, can can she reach final three or will she be Jesse? Where it's an incredible game and it falls short. So when she locked up her spot in final three, like I knew who was winning right then. Yeah, I mean just kind of reflecting. I wrote down she not only ran the game strategically; anything she wanted to happen, happened. But she has the relationships to where everyone's coming and telling her stuff. And she won three Immunities. She excelled at each third of the game really well. Yeah, she did. So once Final Immunity was won, to me, the winner was locked up. To me, when Final Immunity was won, it was. But after we
1: finish this section, I want to get into that like new era, Rites of Passage type of thing they did, which I thought was really neat. I love it. And when they did that, maybe this is a good time to transition into there. yeah. But once you started to hear the jury, I wasn't so sure anymore. Yeah. And I was like, anything could happen here. Either one, yes, it's locked up. It should be. But is this Gabler beating Cassidy all over again?
2: Well, and I wonder, I always wonder like, about the production and editing side of it. Because I kept watching what? it and thinking... Some of them I thought seemed like, okay, I really would have expected that person to say that or see it that way. But some of them I wondered, did they have each jury member record one of these for each of the people that were left? And then production is kind of choosing which ones to make it look like it's anybody's game. I don't know. I mean, and that's not a bad choice if they were, but. Yeah.
1: And. I know they always did something like that, but usually they have the jury speaking in YouTube videos where they talk about the final three of the post actually in the show. So.
0: And with the 90-minute episodes instead of 60, they've been able to bring back stuff that they just didn't have time for with the 60. Like oh, the that's intro true. song, like the yeah. previously on where Jeff recaps stuff. And so shout out to the 90-minute episodes for also bringing Rites of Passage back in a way. Because we have not seen this in forever. Yeah. I really miss
2: it. I think it's an important part of the whole show. I mean, being clearly, I'm an old school survivor person. Yeah, from the very first episode when he was toddling around the room in a diaper, um,
1: and very second, Fumi, <laughs> my grandma watched the first.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that was an important part of it. You know, going back to the original when that first when the show first started airing, what we thought it was going to be was about you know, not as much the political social game, but that was a part of it. And it was, how do you survive out here together? And how do you treat one another? How do you work together as a society to survive out here? And the whole rites of passage thing kind of brought that back of, oh yeah, all of these people were important in some way. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And so, on our finale preview, we were talking about how like with a lot of new era seasons and other seasons since fire making. Like with 42, Mike Turner's a fireman. You have a good idea he'll win fire. For forty-three, you had a pretty good idea Gabler win fire. But we both said we had no idea who was good at fire or not this season. And
2: they've yeah, not really they didn't show any kind of indication of anybody building fire at no. all
0: this season. No. The pre-fire scene in this finale kind of reflected that because it's just wild. We have D basically telling Katura <laughs> she's going in because she's likable. Jake yeah. wants to go in. Austin sees how bad he thinks Jake is, and Austin wants to go in and also wants it as a resume move as well as to try to take out Katura. You, I think
1: Austin would have just been happy to go in because he knows he would have won.
0: Yeah, yeah. He wanted to take out Ketur and he wanted to to volunteer in front of the jury. And if he
2: had done that successfully, that might have been the other two votes he needed to win.
0: True.
1: Exactly.
2: I have to say, though, in the whole when Austin's trying to tell Jake how he's doing wrong, building the fire, I was cringing so badly. Like, I don't know about you all. Like, I worked as a camp counselor where we had to build a fire a couple times a week. A campfire to cook out on. And yep. I know from him doing Boy Scouts, there's different ways to do it. And the little box thing works. But I know if you want your fire to go up and be a big, tall fire, you have to build the TP teepee this yeah. shape, with the layers. You start with the skinny sticks in the middle and then you build batter sticks in this shape. The square is not going to make your fire go high. And Austin was trying to teach him to build it in this little square. And I'm like, no, that's not going to burn the rope. Like, it has to go <laughs> up. So I'm really glad he did not listen to Austin, just because yeah. we would have been there for three more days trying to wait for one of those people to build a fire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> would have been like Cook Islands all over again. I was just about to say that. <laughs> but what's interesting is going into Final Four Tribal, I wasn't sure what move I would have made because the obvious choice seems like Jake and Katura. But if you want Katura out, I mean, from what we saw in camp, Jake was struggling. That didn't come through the yeah. challenge, thankfully. But I think she ultimately did make the right, my, right move, keeping Austin. Oh, absolutely. And before we get to the actual fire, Katero did, made an interesting move here. And she basically said in front of the jury, oh, well, what Dee told me was she's not taking me, she's putting me in fire because I've secretly made these moves. I've been playing under the radar. When That's not what D said at all. D said, You're unbreakable, so I'm putting you in. Katara's trying to boost her resume there when that's not what happened. I felt like Katara
2: was trying to make her final three jury speech, like her very final jury speech, telling why she should be the winner. And I'm like, You're
0: around too soon on that one. Yeah. But kind of bending the truth a little bit there, too. Because that's a lot. Like, (laughs) the clues you made are not why you're in fire. You did, like, you made one move all season. You're just incredibly likable and have a really cool story. And they don't want to sit next to that. Yeah, exactly. So the fire making, going into the fire making challenge, great quote from Jake. I'm going to make fire. I'm going to burn through the rope. That's what's up. Yeah. That was great. It was. And he built a roaring fire that kept going through their little tribal conversation afterwards. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I definitely think that scene with Austin and Jake was editing before yeah. we move on because he clearly knew what he was doing.
0: Yeah. So we have our final three D, Austin, and Jake. And what do you have here moving forward? All right. Where do you want to go from here? Just. Um, the final,
1: final tribal form- or final tribal format that was a really interesting change that I liked. Yeah, going back to those still kind of having a discussion with the whole jury, but probes really gave each juror a chance to actually speak to the final three this time as opposed to just speaking to each other, and I think that really giving them those those chances to actually post questions right to the final three I think did contribute to us getting a really the closest result that we've got in decades
2: I think it made it more of a challenge yeah and not just a okay this is going to really be suited to one person's skill or one person's story better
0: exactly and I it feels like a combination of like the old jury format where each person stands up individually and the new one that started with game changers where it's just kind of this free flowing conversation with the jurors and the contestants. And they kind of found a way to mix both, which was really cool. I really liked it. And also it really put more emphasis
1: on the players to decide what they want to talk about and what's important to them as a jury, as opposed to, production saying here's the three points of this game now decide who did it the best
2: yeah i i think really good questions were asked and i think they they, were i like that they asked questions i think like i said it needs to be a challenge they need to perform and they need to be on their game it is still a game and you are still playing yeah you're not gonna just sit here and tell a sob story to win the game that's not what exactly like that's a different tv show, but I really, really, really loved that there was none of the bitter juror speeches pretending to be a yeah. question. Right. I hate that. Like, you knew what you were getting into. You knew there was a chance you would get voted out. Now you had yeah. a job to do. Do your job. Being bitter is not going to get you back in the chair yeah. seat.
1: Yeah, really?
0: I will say, because when we were filming our finale preview, I think Entertainment Weekly Entertainment. Well, Entertainment Weekly, I think, released, had released an interview with Probst where he said, final Tribal Council this season is going to be a war, and we were kind of trying to figure out what that meant. We thought it would be a vote where all three of them got votes. Yeah. Watching Dean and Austin kind of take snipes at each other the whole time, I saw what he meant. Yeah. The two went at each other, and it was great.
2: I was really surprised Jake did not get any votes but I will say this about the D Austin dialogue my mom we were at my mom's house and she has not watched this the whole season she hasn't watched it for several years and she saw that you know they were dating us up and partway through that final panel, my mom says those two aren't going to be dating
0: for long <laughs> that was funny but <laughs> and this, they took some good shots but like there was a couple times where Austin would try to make an argument in his favor and D had a response that pretty much negated that. Like, yeah, he was telling me how not- I had to let Drew go. Let, like the Drew blindside was probably better for my game. I had to let him go. And D's like, well, actually you didn't know that was happening. I left you out of that vote. Yeah. And then also just dropping the knowledge of Oh, by the way, I'm the one that told Julie to play her idol. Like, yeah.
2: I love his idol.
0: Yeah, heavy shots right there that just really, I feel like hurt Austin. I felt like we we're going to hurt Austin's case. She still only won by two votes, but. But that's where she.
1: You got the sense where at first, like from that rites of passage era, era, like time of the episode, I was like, oh, I'm not so sure now. Once you started to see those two moments come out, then I was like, okay, she's won this again.
0: Yeah. They It felt, if it were a boxing match, those were the two haymakers right there. Because, I mean, how are you supposed to respond? Austin makes what he feels like is a really good argument in his case. And she just immediately has an answer that completely, not only negates his argument, but makes one for herself also. Like, there's nothing you can do in response to that. Exactly. I
2: think he was definitely, like, I hesitate to make this comparison forgive me i feel like for the past few episodes at least she's kind of been working a poverty number on him a little bit you know and yeah. did she genuinely have feelings for him maybe but she never contributed to that partnership what he you know yeah. she gave, leaned everything from him and never gave anything back she never yeah. did the things he suggested she and he was just putty in her hands, and I really like him. I'd like to have seen him man up and be a partner or cut ties, and I I thought he was a great player. I would have rooted for him, but I just kind of wanted to say you're being too weak and letting her just run right over you. Like, Well, and
0: I think it was real because I've read something today that they, one of them said they are together and are trying to figure out the two different cities thing, and yeah. the other said they're keeping their status private right now. So well, they both if said they weren't together. They would both just say that. So the fact that we don't they, know leads me to believe there's a chance they still are.
1: I think one they of- both said we're keeping it private, but hinted that when they're together, we'll see it on Instagram.
0: Yeah, he did say that. So hopefully, it's, hopefully, we get two straight seasons with a showman that actually translates to real life. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Because the one from last season is still going strong, as far as I know. Uh, Yeah. So, and the last note I have is, for once, the best player won the season. Because we've seen it so many times. And I point to Jesse a lot, because Jesse is one of my favorite New Era players. And until D, I believe he had played the best game of the New Era. But so many times we've seen the player that was the best player of the season get cut right before the end. And yeah. we finally saw the player that do- just thoroughly dominated all season. And after three immunity wins, I'm going to agree with the Kim Spradlin comparison that Kyle made on here a couple weeks ago. Just ran yeah. around everyone. And against a better cast than one, oh, world also. Yeah. World so It's world not hard
1: so. to be a better cast than that one, but.
0: Well, <laughs> Thailand exists, so. Barely. I throw I throw too much shade at Thailand, but it's just easy. But we finally saw the best player make it to the end and win the game instead of getting cut right before the end.
2: Or yeah. not getting the votes because somebody else just had a better sob story. Like, you know, I don't like that either. Like, I will admit I wasn't Dee's biggest fan all season, but there have been seasons where somebody played great the whole time and then just had a little more of a sob story or – you know, jerked on the heartstrings of the jury a little more and won. And I'm, you know, I'm with Bruce. Like, even if she wasn't the, who I was rooting for or I didn't love her, she did play the best game. She was running everybody. Every She had everybody, yeah. even from the other tribe, bringing her information all the time, and she never gave anything out. And yeah, you can't argue with that.
0: Best player yeah, of well. the new era to me, for sure. Oh, he's- Not even close. I was gonna say not even close. If Jesse had won, it would be a conversation. But yeah, he didn't. So, agreed. But yeah, just overall fantastic season. My favorite season of the new era. A great season for it to be our first season doing this show. Lot like live recaps. They gave us plenty oh, yeah. to work with.
1: That's for sure.
2: I think it was definitely livelier and more content to more good content.
0: Yeah. We'll have to do rank the new era season at some point during the off season. But Yeah. 35 my favorite of the new era. And so Do you have any other thoughts?
1: Uh no, that really wraps everything up a bit. Nice. What a good season for this pod.
0: Great season and we have an awesome off season planned for you guys.
1: And, and that starts next week. We're gonna keep going over the Christmas break, but for two weeks, we'll just be doing a bit of a fun segment, as opposed to getting into anything that would take some work. Bruce and I are gonna be doing a Survivor Second Chance cast, like we did our um Heroes vs. Villains, what our Legends recently.
0: Yeah. So. Be watching for that next week. It'll be one episode for each of us. Mama, thank you for coming on. Thank you for
2: That's having me on the
0: And we will see you guys next week. Have a great week.
1: Have a great week. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
0: Yep. Bye guys.